last week. Quick stories out of Humboldt County, California on Apple, Spotify, major podcast networks, and HumboldtLastWeek.com. Humboldt Last Week. Hey, it's Miles. Don't forget to send in your thoughts for your chance to be the featured commenter in the next episode. And stay tuned until the end of this episode to hear from this week's featured commenter. For episode 167, reporter Kim Kemp joins us for a COVID-19 interview. A New York Times map shows Humboldt did all right for the most part staying home while COVID-19 spread. A former local set up a sting to bust an alleged opportunistic thief. Local schools and Guy Fieri are helping out. Sarah Bareilles said she had COVID-19, but is thankfully doing okay. Some inmates who escaped were captured, taking COVID-19 seriously without rage baiting, and much more. Humboldt last week. Humboldt Last Week is free thanks to these amazing locals, North Coast Co-op, Brick and Fire Bistro, Still, North Coast Journal, Photography by Shy, and Trinidad Vacation Rental. Please support the show by hearing more from them at the end of this episode. Now, before we jump in as we're living out this major historical event here on the North Coast... I wanted to remind you that Humboldt last week has a pinned Facebook post that updates the latest totals of Humboldt County COVID-19 cases and links to the latest information available. Again, that pinned post is on the Humboldt last week Facebook page. The New York Times released a map showing how the United States did staying home while COVID-19 was spreading. The range goes from no travel to normal travel, and it looks like Humboldt County did okay. Spitballing, but it looks like for the week starting March 27th, Humboldt only posted about a quarter of its typical travel numbers. And unfortunately, it looks like our neighbors out east in Trinity County posted closer to normal travel numbers. Hmm. This map shows central United States staying home way less I posted a link to that New York Times map on the Humboldt Last Week Facebook. Hat tip to Kelly Boring Stevens, who's originally from Humboldt County. She took part in setting up a sting operation in Portland after thousands of respirator masks were stolen. According to a report by John Ross Ferrara, she found the alleged thief trying to unload the masks on Craigslist. She baited him into a meetup cops arrested the guy. Cheers to the Humboldt export for helping bring this opportunistic scumbag, allegedly, to justice during the pandemic. That's Kelly Boring Stevens, everybody, over in Portland. Cheers to Humboldt State University, as they've been helping to make COVID-19 test kits. They produced like 1,200 of them in one day. From their press release, quote, We are pleased to do a small part in supporting the local healthcare professionals who are servicing our region. On top of that, College of the Redwoods has been 3D printing face shields in addition to other donations. Awesome. During the pandemic, a couple of minimum security inmates took off from a Sohum prison camp and were captured shortly after in Ukiah and Southern California. These guys were doing time for guns, theft, and drug convictions as part of the Eel River Conservation Camp, which mostly is a prison fire crew. Looks like they've earned longer stays. One would have been out in December, the other out spring of next year. There's more at KimKemp.com. 
Of course, Guy Fieri is helping right now. The former Ferndalian foodie often steps up in times of emergency and was on social media encouraging donations to the Restaurant Employee Relief Fund, which was designed to help restaurant industry employees during the outbreak. I put a link to donate and apply for aid on Humboldt last week's social media. That Grammy winner who was born and raised in Humboldt, Sarah Bareilles, apparently got COVID-19. She recently returned to New York from London after a run of her musical Waitress on West End. She wrote this on her Instagram story, quote, I had it, just so you know. I'm fully recovered, just so you know. And I'm thinking about all the people who are walking through this really tricky time and sending a lot of love and just being really grateful for every easy breath and every day that I get to be walking around. I'm really quiet right now and will probably continue to be quiet just sort of taking this all in and having a lot of feelings as I do. Later this year, Sarah Bareilles will be making the rounds for her upcoming Apple TV show, Little Voice. Grammy winner from Humboldt. Well, last week, Kim Kemp joined me for a COVID-19 update on Facebook Live. Great reporter. In the interview, she discusses her ongoing reporting so far and implores the more stubborn Humboldtians out there to stay home and save lives. She also brought up a sign that Humboldt has been really stepping up for the most part. Here it is. It's Kim. Kim, hey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you clear. Awesome. Oh my gosh, that's great. How's your day going? Well, we just had an armed robbery in Eureka, so I just managed to wrap that up in time for you to call me. I thought you were going to say we had an armed robbery at our house. That would be... No, that would be awful. That would be terrible. I, I'm sure this was awful at the at that business, but yeah, oh, it wasn't at my house. Right. So, um, you actually, uh, you know, you've been covering COVID nineteen very well. We've been tuned in to KimKemp.com, checking out all of the developments there. Um, and I, I just wanted to say thank you so much because it doesn't seem like you've been sleeping. Um, <laughs> so a little short on sleep, but I'm 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 trying to make it a priority because that's one of the vectors that can cause the disease to. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be chopped. <laughs> right. Yeah, we got to get our exercise. We got to get our sleep. We got to get all that good stuff. So how are you coping so far? How's everything going over at the, the Kemp household? Uh, it's doing really lovely, actually. I'm kind of enjoying time with my family and um, cooking, you know, homemade meals and hanging out with everyone. But, uh, you know, this is early days yet. What would you say is like your best coping mechanism so far, you know, to all this sort of home isolation that we're doing? Cooking and eating dinners together as a family and breakfasts and lunches, you know, not just, we almost always eat dinners together, but now we've added eating breakfast and lunch all together. And that's, you know, at least three times a day we have a group. There's five of us in our, in our house. We get together and we all hang out and, you know, just interact, interact face to face and make sure the, the young in my life are doing well. And, um, you know, that sort of thing. Oh, good. Yeah. Like my daughter and I, she's five and we were, we felt like Richard Simmons the other day. Like I almost was missing the uh, neon leotard, but you know, it's raining outside. <laughs> so we're trying to like do some workout videos on YouTube and stuff. And it's just, it's funny, this new life that we're living in, but it's also very serious. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing yoga. That's been kind of online. I'm my, my best friend is a yoga teacher and she brought her stuff online on zoom and so i've been i haven't been ever you know going to her class in the middle of the day just doesn't work for me but now i can do it I can, i'm hoping it stays on afterwards heck yeah i'm definitely loving that uh, so 
last night you had covered uh, there was a town hall meeting and yeah, i was yeah and i was tuned in at kimkemp.com you had a lot of great updates in there uh what would you say were the main takeaways for you that you took in yesterday i think the most important thing that everybody should pay attention to is yesterday um, Dr. Teresa Frekovich um, confirmed that Humboldt County had had its first case of community transmission, that a, a COVID case not tied to travel or connection to someone who travels. I think that's just like really critical that we all understand. You know, we've been trying to say, oh, well, we want to know who's traveled where and whatever, but it's past that now. We can't make those kind of that um, make that our concern. We can't. We can't figure out where to worry about. Right now, it's in our community, and it's probably spreading, and we need to, you know, take every precaution. Stay at home as much as possible. Wash your hands if you do go out. Wear a mask, possibly. Um, various things you can do to, to minimize the, the issue. So I would say that was the most important takeaway, but there were a lot of interesting ones. Definitely. It's like, you know, we're social distancing. We're washing our hands. We're not touching our face. We're sheltering in place going out for only essential reasons. Uh, but it sounded like they they tightened sing, some things up a little bit and that Sheriff Hansel was saying, you know, we're not afraid to send this over to the DA's office. Yeah, I, I it's interesting to see people um, upping, or government upping what they're, what they're willing to do um, to keep people at home to try and, and um, contain the disease and and it's going to be interesting to see that little tension or large tension between what we think of as our civil liberties and our right to do what we want on our own private property or in public even and then uh the right of everyone else to be safe so where's that tension gonna pull us to yeah and i'm i'm continually frustrated i think a word that he used was stubborn for some of the whole population. <laughs> I loved that, actually. I thought that was so real. I was it's, like, when he used the word stubborn, I'm like, oh, that's so humble. That is Humboldt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of the population out there. They just, they don't want to adhere to the guidelines right now. And, you know, what would you have to say to those people? Why? How could you bring those people in? I would hope that the other thing I would say about um, the Humboldt that I think that I've just fallen in love with my whole life is the Humboldt that helps other people. And I mean, my my aunt, um, she's seventy five, I think. I'm Aunt Jackie. If I got that wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> but she's living up in the Blue Lake area, and people are, you know, uh, bringing her potatoes. And she mentioned online, she's like, "Is there any place I could go buy a mask? Because I'm gonna probably have to go out pretty soon." And someone made one and is gonna bring it over to her. I mean, that's the kind of humble that I love. And so I'm hoping that people say, "Oh." All I have to do to help someone is stay home as much as possible. Oh, That's I can it. do that. And if I do go out, I wash my hands. And if I do go out, I, you know, stay away from other people. Those are, it's, it's all possible that we can help, you know, we can be the superheroes. We can, it's not, it won't be obvious that we did it except for, you know, less people die. Exactly. I'm down here in Fortuna and I'd say like maybe some in the population here are thinking, well, it's probably not likely in this area. But they said last night that's one of the worst things you can do is assume that this thing is not in your part of the county. I don't know um, why anyone would assume that. That's ridiculous. We have no idea where it is. And it could, you know, even if you're in your like your own neighborhood in the hills, you have no idea yet because the people could have it without having um symptoms showing so you know when the when the gas guy shows up to drop off propane or whatever out in the hills don't just assume you can walk up to that guy you can't you can't do that 
So health professionals yesterday, they noted this term, the surge. And I mean, that just uh, sounds, that sounds ominous, <laughs> ominous, scary, <laughs> terrifying. It's like a, the name of a movie that's very, very bad. The surge. <laughs> Um, So she says, you know, that's not going to happen next week or even the week after, quote, the better we do at this front end right now, you can have a huge impact on delaying that surge and lowering the curve. Um, You know, and we talk about hospital preparedness and the number of beds that we have. Um, Are you optimistic? Optimistic is a little strong. Let me put, put it this way. I believe that we can affect it. And the more we do right now, the better it's going to be. Every time you stay at home and every time you say, I can get my mail in two days instead of one day, or even better, in two weeks. You know, If you can say those kind of things, every time you cut down the amount of times you would have gone, you're, you're making it that much harder for the COVID to all come in at once. We want to... Flatten that curve. I know we've all heard that a million times, but it's really true. We have to slow down the um, the impact on our medical system so that it happens over over time and further out. Because the, not only is it that we want it to flatten below what our, our ability is to handle it, but our ability to handle it will get better as time goes on because we'll have gotten more masks. We'll have, you know, the, the supply chain will start working better and we'll have more things the longer you can wait. So if now you could wait two weeks before you go out to the grocery store, now's a great time to wait two weeks before you go out to the grocery store. Every, every time you can delay right now anything happening, that gives uh, the authorities who are working on this more time to get things together, to get things in place. Well, I'm learning as we go along. Like I went to Cheatham Grove the other day and I thought, you know, I'm going to a, a state park and practicing social distancing on the trail that way. Um, it's somewhat close to my home, but I did have to drive to get there with my family. And then the next day, you know, I saw in redheaded black belt uh, state parks are closing off their uh, parking lots. So it's yeah. it's learning new things like that, too. It's like, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore either. It's It's really hard. I think that. They had hoped that people would be sensible about those things, you know, like not pack the parking lots, you know, like leave space between your cars. And yeah. and when you went out into the, you know, you wouldn't like stand shoulder to shoulder with someone you didn't know admiring the sunset. Don't do that thing. But once people just couldn't behave there, then they had to like say, okay, well, we have to cut it back for the people who were smart and and that's unfortunate. Because I do, I do think, you know, walking the, the distant Redwood trails and stuff like that are that's good for you, you know, get out, hike, yeah. do what you can. But um, there are some sites, and right off the top of my head, I don't know them, but I'm, I'm hoping to get something up in the next couple of days that have, these are places that you can go and do some exercise. These are places that you can, um, you know, close, try to give different community-oriented things that you can do. But for now, you know, stick to your streets and, you know, walk your blocks. It's not much fun, but you still get your exercise. Good call. Yeah, I just want to thank everybody out there taking this seriously, including you, Kim. Um, Is there anything else that you wanted to mention before we wrap this up? Um, I would say that one of the things that I thought was an interesting piece of all this is um, Sheriff um, Hansel said that there'd been a dramatic drop in crime and calls for service. I think that that says a lot about um, us, us as a people, that we are doing our part to make things, we understand. I know that I'm not calling as often to 
um, the public information officers at the sheriff's office and the Eureka Police Department asking for information about small crimes. I'm just not doing that right now because I know they're busy. And I think that everybody knows that um, the people in our lives that are trying their hardest, that are out there risking their lives for us, need to be given as much slack as possible. And so I hope that we all do that. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, Kim, thank you so much for joining us here on Humboldt last week, and we look forward to following all the coverage at KimKemp.com. Thank you so much. Thank you, Miles. All right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. Again, that interview first aired live last week on the Humboldt Last Week Facebook page. Also on Humboldt Last Week social media, I want to thank the listeners out there who provided us with all kinds of great TV show recommendations. Oh, I have to share this. This was a funny joke to all that. Listener Dave said, I'm really into watching this fetish porn right now where people eat at restaurants and attend community events. I've been collecting it for years. Like, within like, within six feet? Filthy. (laughs) That was good. But I've been watching Westworld, Ozark, Peaky Blinders, and The Wire. Some people out there watching Jack Ryan, which is good. Better Call Saul, of course. Recommendation for a show, Feel Good, on Netflix from Trevor, which I'm definitely going to put on my watch list. See what else on here. People are watching The Walking Dead and Shit's Creek. Also on Humboldt Last Week's social media, those checking out my little Miranda's Rescue Cats video. Uh, People checking out that sweet rendering of the Skywalk coming to the zoo in the fall. All of that fun stuff on Humboldt Last Week's social media. Well, let's talk about the headlines that make you scared or angry. Some of these headlines, whether they're at the national level or the local level, need to be taken with a grain of salt. Take this one, for instance. Humboldt State University sent buses to pick up students from L.A. and San Francisco where COVID-19 is spreading and brought them back to campus. At first glance, this really makes you mad. But what the headline leaves out, and is thankfully at least in the article, is that on March 21st, only about a third of these students returned, which this was part of a prepaid round trip. 31 out of the 89 students came back to Humboldt, likely where their belongings are and where they feel the most comfortable. Not ideal, but not buses. On average, one school bus has an average capacity of 90 passengers. 31 is a bit less than 90. Were these students social distancing? The article doesn't say because how could they know without talking to each student? But it does say the students were told to isolate for 14 days upon return to Humboldt. And just for a second, let's compare those 31 students to the several hundreds of people on the highway around that time returning to Humboldt from these same areas in their own personal vehicles. 31 is a bit less than hundreds. Sheriff Hansel said it himself doing a video about how they can't legally close the airport right now. And when you actually look at the numbers, how many flights are coming in, how many people are coming in, the majority of people actually coming in every day from outside of our county through vehicles, through Highway 101, Highway 299. So simply shut down the airport does not take care of the problem. What people need to do is shelter in place and obey the orders as Dr. Frankovich explained. So again, these 31 kids, a typical school bus about a third full, 
compared to the hundreds or maybe thousands of others coming in via personal vehicles, yeah, the HSU thing was not ideal, but this article to me feels like an unnecessary hit piece against a big easy target. Clickbait. And don't get me wrong, we should always hold HSU accountable, but in this case, I'm really not seeing it. So the bottom line, the point of all this, you may be wondering, is when you see something that makes your heart race, that makes you scared, that makes you angry, please join me taking a couple of deep breaths. Do some research, gather some perspective, and do the logical thing without totally losing your shit first. You know, let's take COVID-19 seriously without rage baiting or bashing easy defenseless targets. I want to conclude with our featured commenter. This one is from friend of the show, Kate. She wrote, I want to thank you for having Dr. Bash on to talk about COVID-19. I'm a PA, physician's assistant, and have spent many hours educating anxious patients about COVID the last couple of weeks. Really great that you had a local MD on the show. Her advice was excellent, as was her explanation of the realities we'll be facing here when we start to see patients develop COVID-related complications and severe illness. Thank you for getting good info to the people, she said. Thank you, Kate. I want to reiterate my thank you to Kate, Dr. Bash, all the medical professionals out there, first responders, grocery store employees, the janitors, the bankers, mail people, the essentials, everyone out there putting themselves at risk to get us by in this difficult time. Thank you. Well, remember, Humboldt Last Week is free thanks to these amazing locals, Brick and Fire Bistro in Eureka. Check their social media for pickup order hours. The menu entices before we call in at brickandfirebistro.com. Bongo Boy Studio, currently conducting telework like mixing and mastering in the social distancing age. Check out their high-end equipment at bongoboystudio.com. Still in Eureka, closed for now, but thanks to them and Primal Decor for all the homemade hand sanitizer donations. North Coast Journal award-winning in-depth reporting. Keep up with the latest at northcoastjournal.com. Photography by Shy. Keep her in mind for when social distancing guidelines loosen. Learn more at photographybyshy.com. Trinidad Vacation Rental, right now accepting inquiries from long-term essential renters, such as healthcare professionals. To learn more, check trinidadcaliforniarental.com. And North Coast Co-op, open every day, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. with senior shopping hour every day, 7 to 8 in the morning. North Coast Co-op in Arcata and Eureka. Quick reminder, HumboldtLastWeek.com hosts curated music playlists featuring fresh finds from the 1975, Bright Eyes, The Killers, Fanagram, and some lesser discovered artists. High quality sounds, no static, no ads with Spotify Premium, hundreds of songs, all linked at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Thank you to Redheaded Black Belt, North Coast Journal, and 99.1 FM for their support of Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. I'm a journalist and radio host who has long covered this community. Uh, again, next week, I'll be taking a episode off, but I hope you stay happy, healthy, and safe out there, and I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye. Humboldt Last Week.